and welcome to Labors in the Harvest with Kevin Folger. This podcast is a weekly conversation about the gospel and the work that God is doing through those who labor for him. Kevin Folger, your host, is a man with over four decades of ministry experience. For 41 years, he served on the pastoral staff of Cleveland Baptist Church in Cleveland, Ohio. He currently serves as a North America Director of Spiritual Leadership Asia, a ministry that assists those endeavoring to preach the gospel and plant Baptist churches in the 1040 window with a particular focus on Asia. Now here's Kevin with this week's Labors in the Harvest podcast. Kevin Folger, and this is Labors in the Harvest podcast. And uh, I'm glad that you joined us today. I'm we're on the third part of a conversation that we've been having with uh, Naranjan Sundaraj. Brother Naranjan serves as the coordinator of Spiritual Leadership Asia. I serve as the North American director of Spiritual Leadership Asia. And God has brought our paths together. We labor with Brother uh, Paul Chapel and the Ministry of uh, Spiritual Leadership Conference of Asia. Uh, out of Lancaster, California, and our focus, of course, is reaching the 1040 window and making a difference by bringing the gospel there and trying to encourage workers and laborers. In our discussion last week with Brother Naranjan, he was sharing with us how God had worked, was working in putting together a burden in his own heart and how that was really a catalyst for the birth of this particular ministry. So, Brother Naranjan, you were talking about your travel last week and traveling along uh, for American Express and seeing the hopelessness, and yet seeing openness in the hearts of people, but with so few labors. So let's pick it up there. And uh, so what happened after you saw some of that, and how did, how did that develop a burden, and wh- how, what happened as a result of that burden? So at that stage then, um, thank you, Brother Forger. Thank you for having me again. Um, so in 2004, um, again, as I mentioned uh, just a couple of podcasts ago, uh, God just providentially once again moved us as a family from Sri Lanka uh, over to Singapore. Uh, Singapore, as you know, um, is a is a country with seven uh, million people, close to seven million people. Again, it is a very very wealthy country in the heart of Asia, and it is the uh, it is the gateway to Asia. Uh, you know, from there, it's so easy to commute uh, and get across to every other part of Asia. Right. Uh, but in this country, uh, again, you know, even though it's 7 million people, uh, it attracts and brings in people from all across Asia, whether it be for shopping, whether it be for education, whether it be for commerce. And, uh, but here was a country where people were focused on one thing, and there was the one thing that actually was their priority and motivation, and that was uh, making money uh, and being successful. But out of there, God just allowed my work with American Express to expand to include um, looking after parts of the business across the rest of Asia. Um, you know, the last time we spoke about South Asia, but this was the rest. And in the course of that travel, I had to, in the course of that work, I had to travel almost every week. And each week I would be in one or two countries. And I did this for the Folger for that period of time, um, traveling 40, 50 times a year in um, and as I did that, whether it be into a Malaysia or into a Thailand or any of those countries um, that make up um, the continent of Asia, again, I was just had the opportunity to see people 
different groups, different ethnicity, different beliefs, different motivations in life. But the one thing that was common was that lost condition. Right. And the second was just once again, just the absence of the laborers that were needed in the field to be able to share the gospel. And I used to travel, Brother Folger, you know, sometimes into these countries as a kind of sit and count 30, 40 times into pretty much all of these countries. And God just gave me the opportunity to see the need through a different lens. And actually, I wasn't even thinking about that. You know, one day in conversation with Brother Andrew, just talking about obviously the region of Asia and he was asking about the work that I do and at the end of that he made a simple statement and the statement that he made never left me and here's what he said he said Niranjan maybe the Lord is allowing you to see all of this because he's got something far greater in store rather than what you are seeing right now hmm. And I never, th- I, I could never forget that statement. Mm. And so each day, as I kind of travel through, that would come through to mind from time to time. And as a result of that, you know, I was just just praying through that time, you know, and said, Lord, I don't know what you're doing in my life, but I'm, I want to stay surrendered, and I want to be faithful to do whatever it is that you call me to do as a businessman. I don't know what I can do uh, with regards to what you're showing me, but I'm open to you showing me and I will obey. And this continued on, Brother Folger, just uh, through throughout that time. So when it came to the middle of 2009 and I had a conversation with senior leadership at American Express and they said, look, we'd like you to consider moving to Australia uh, because of some significant projects and work that we have there that we want to begin and uh, I was kind of troubled because in my own mind, there, there was a burden that was being developed for Asia. And I couldn't quite understand why God would want to move me out of Asia uh, into a different continent. And so on the first trip that I made to Australia, I had, I had some time throughout the first day just with no schedule. And I just locked myself in my hotel room and I said, God, I just need you to show me because I don't want this move to be about the company that I'm working for. Mm -hmm. But I want this move, if it is your will, to be about you. And I need you to show me. And it's just neat, Brother Folger, just reading God's word just that day, just some portions of scripture that initially I couldn't quite, you know, just obviously piece together. But before the end of that day, that I had a sense of peace that this was the Lord's doing and I just needed to follow even though I didn't understand. And so as part of, you know, the first part, you know, you know, when we spoke about, uh, you know, a lot in our, in our previous podcast, I talked about my preoccupied condition. Right. I talked about in the last podcast about how God was preparing my mind and, you know, in, 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 in this course that he had for my life. And in this portion, the word that stands out is the word place and how I needed to make sure that I was in the right place that God wanted me 
so that I don't miss his perfect will for my life, even if I don't understand how this play fits in from my human thinking perspective. Mm-hmm. And so a few months later, uh, we as a family moved to Sydney, didn't know too many people here, but just came and then planted ourselves. And it's just neat once again as to how God orchestrated where he, where we got our home and all of that uh, in align, uh, which, which aligns to the church that um, I worship in today at Southland Baptist Church in Sydney, Australia. Mm-hmm. And now all of these pieces are so interwoven now as I look back over 12 years to see how these all of these pieces fitted together. But the starting point to all of that was being willing to see the world the way God wanted me to see it as the result of, you know, what God was doing in my heart and that statement that, you know, Pastor Andrew challenged me to think about. But the second was about being obedient to being in the right place, uh, mm-hmm. even if I didn't understand it um, from God's perspective. Okay. So that's how we ended up in Australia. And um, I'm going to pause there to see if you have another question before we get into spiritual leadership Asia itself. But I'm happy to continue on if you want me to. Well, I just again, I think what this kind of just naturally leads us to the next step, which is, OK, um, God placed you in Australia, put you in a, a solid independent Baptist church there. So what precipitated the very first conference that took place in 2015 called the Spiritual Leadership Conference of, of Asia? How did that develop? So. In, 20, in um, 2010, Pastor Andrew uh, from Sri Lanka organized a prayer conference where he wanted to bring a group of missionaries together uh, that were serving across the 1040 region uh, just for a time of prayer. Uh, and uh, I went for that meeting from a, with a corporate mindset with my legal pad, thinking that we were going to be working on a strategy for the 1040 region. And uh, quite excited about that. But what happened over those three days was was that we just focused on just getting on our knees before the Lord and praying that God would get a hold of our hearts and then use us in order to uh, begin a work uh, towards reaching that portion of the world that was in great need of the gospel. We began in 2010 and continued doing that, uh, Brother Folger, all the way through. In fact, we still continue to meet every year, um, particularly with that focus uh, with a group of men that would uh, that were coming together. But another event happened in that year, which was quite significant. Uh, and that was that I had the opportunity to meet with Pastor Chapel um, in that same year here in Australia. Mm. And uh, again, that just confirmed to me as to how critical it is to be in the place that God has designed for our lives. Because if I had not been there, I would have missed that divine appointment. Right. Because what began at that time was also how God began to knit our hearts together, given Pastor Chapel, you know, his familiarity uh, with Asia and having Mm -hmm. uh, grown up in uh, South Korea. And we began talking about the need and he invited me to, come over and uh, share the need with the uh, West Coast Baptist College students and at Lancaster Baptist Church. And then we began praying about the same need. So two things were happening. There was a group of men from this part of the world in Asia that were meeting together to ask the Lord to open up doors and do something that would support the work of the ministry. And uh, there were a group of men that were praying on the state side. And through the course of that conversation, I remember in 2014, 
after about four years of praying um, and asked Pastor Chapel, I said, this is the need. If there is some way that we could actually organize a conference in Asia, uh, similar to what he was doing already in Lancaster. And he had also uh, organized a few spiritual leadership conferences um, in a church in, in Korea and another one in the Philippines. And we talked about the opportunity of having a conference of this nature that was tailored to meet the needs in Asia, in Asia. And he was so supportive of that. And I remember still uh, uh, that, that trip in the car as we spoke. And he said, Brother Niranjan, if you will actually help with coordinating and facilitating uh, with all of the logistics that he was more than happy to kind of, you know, allow some of the church and the college staff to get involved in in supporting the conference and um, would also help with uh, bringing together the speakers from the state side. And that's how then in 2015, we had the spirit first Spiritual Leadership Asia Conference uh, in Singapore. We had about 350 pastors and missionaries from 19 different countries that came for that first conference. And um, it was just such a blessing for the Folger, even though we had just only a small group at that stage, as right. to how God gave us a tremendous opportunity to kind of focus on and talk about the needs of the 1040 region. And okay. God used that conference to begin a work in many of our hearts, including mine. And, okay. and so we then wanted to progress that forward. Uh, the needs were very evident. And uh, we wanted to see how we can actually support those pastors and missionaries that were serving in these countries to come, a, come, a, come out for a little while and be refreshed and renewed in their spirit and feel supported and encouraged that they were not alone. And so we began planning for the next conference in um, 2016. Um, uh, Following our initial meeting in um, in on the state in the state side, Brother Folger, uh, just the opportunity that the Lord gave me to meet you and spend more time with you there and talk a little more together about the need, and um, I'm just so thankful as to how God knit our hearts together, and um, you were such an encouragement to me in how you kind of just uh, saw the needs and you wanted to do anything you can. Uh, to to be supportive of that, even whilst you were still pastoring um, at Cleveland. And so we organized the conference in 2016. Mm -hmm. And in that conference, we had, uh, uh, you know, a few thousand that came together for that first one uh, in the Philippines. Uh, we had and we had people, we had pastors and missionaries that came from different countries. And we saw over 60 young people uh, that surrendered to the Lord at that conference. And um, you know, were willing to uh, obey God's call and go wherever he called them to go. And most of them wanted to go and serve in the 1040 region. Uh, I remember that at that conference, uh, Brother Folger, as to how there was a pastor uh, who came out and talked about how he had stepped away from the missionary and how he was invited for that conference. And uh, he was one of those that came to the altar on that last night after Pastor Chapel preached. And, you know, just surrendered once again to the ministry. And that was so significant because we had the opportunity to meet him again in the 2018 conference. And he was so supportive. He was picking up pastors. He was actually kind of helping with lots of the logistics. But here was a young man. Not only did we see at that in that 2060 conference, men surrendered to God's call to go out into the field. But we saw laborers that had been in the field, had stepped out 
and uh, you know were just surrendering um, their lives to get their lives you know once again centered right so that they could serve where god would um, god would have them so we saw the fruit of that and then from there we progressed into the 2018 conference 2018 conference and what a joy it was just to again once again to be able to co-labor with you with pastor chapel and others that came alongside to help um, from across the region and just uh, as i think about it just the joy of seeing over 6000 people in that meeting from 49 countries and then seeing over 80 young men once again surrender uh, men and women surrender uh, mm-hmm. to god's call and being willing to go but the forge there as i think about the story of a young lady she was actually not even attend registered to attend the conference she was a part of the nursing staff that was actually assigned uh, to take care of us during the conference and she was sharing as to how she had snippets of opportunity to hear the message whilst working being outside the auditorium and the last last night she stood at the door and listened to the word of god that was preached and she was one of those young ladies that came along came up on that stage and gave her heart to the lord wow. and surrendered uh, to go out to the mission field i was just delighted just recently to hear that she is going through deputation now and is looking to um, go out and serve god in the field of vietnam but yeah, story after story is like that as to how god called or confirmed his call on some men uh and how they stepped out from their place of service and were willing to go out and serve in mission fields there was another young man that was assisting in another church and he was one of those that surrendered to go out and work in the midst of a tribal group of over 5000 people and once again he's already there serving even as we speak um, here in, in 2020 and um, i'm just thankful to how god used and is continuing to use uh what 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 what's what we began as just uh bringing to as a as an opportunity to bring together his servants to be able to you know talk about the needs to be able to challenge people through the preaching of god's word of the need that existed for laborers out in these fields and how god's used used that time and time again in many lives well it's a blessing and again as people would have an opportunity to uh experience it they would know exactly what you and i have experienced of the moving of god in powerful ways so you know when i think about the ministry this ministry we call spiritual leadership asia or the spiritual leadership conference of asia which really are the, really work in tandem with one another the spiritual leadership asia ministry grew out of spiritual leadership conference of asia and that's really where the lord really brought me in because i knew god was stirring in my heart about stepping out of the pastor in 2017 and then of course uh my i i you and i at the 2018 conference with pastor chapel sat down and talked and in august of 2018 we got together in in lancaster and really formulated a vision of going forward so just so our listeners are aware let's just talk as we wrap this up today our our podcast let's just talk a little bit about the future and what we're doing and what we can expect and what our thoughts are going forward of course we plan a meeting in manila this year for the conference and that was canceled because of covid and it looks like maybe the 21 uh conference that we had rescheduled is also going to be pushed back to 2022 but with that being said there's work going forward right there's things happening there in asia and ways that we can support that work so let's talk a little bit about that yes so 
even in 2020 with the cancellation of the conference, um, you know, I'm just thankful that we were able to sit together and talk about what what we could do uh, even during this time frame as we kind of all come to grips with COVID and um, how that's actually impacted our plans. The you know, the first thing we did was we organized that time of prayer during that same week when we were going to have the conference and we had thousands come together in praying for the 1040 region. I had a missionary tell me, Brother Folger, uh, Brother Niranjan, you will never know the side of heaven, the fruit and what God would do as a result of that time of prayer. And they sensed the power of that prayer in their ministry. Mm. I'm thankful that in addition to the prayer week, you were, you and Pastor Chapel just supported me in being able to organize a series of sessions for Asian Baptist Clearinghouse missionaries that were spread all across Africa and Asia. And they brought to those training, um, those those conversations, the men that they were training and just had a series of messages from them uh, with regards to how that's been beneficial. Uh, you've been instrumental in supporting as you've got traveled through the, the, the churches in the United States and talked about the need and the need for some financial support, even with the expansion of the work. We've been able to, with your help, do a little bit in that area of being able to raise some support and get that across. And we are, even as we speak, uh, looking at in 2021, as you touched on, if we're not able to host the conference, what some what are some things that we could look at doing? And those include, um, first, I'm looking to organize just conversations with missionaries, clusters of missionaries that are serving in every country, bringing them together um, and being able to talk about what we what situation in a cam in Cambodia or Vietnam or Thailand in and going country by country and understanding the needs and just demonstrating to these men that we are supportive of what they're doing and willing to get behind them to hold up their hand. Uh, we're looking to be able to organize smaller meetings. Uh, uh, in the Philippines that are serving that region, one in the in the in the northern Asia side that could actually support that region, and one in South Asia, possibly in Sri Lanka or India that serves that region. And I'm again thankful to you and to Pastor Chapel for your help to be able to bring together a small group of men that that where we can allow uh, give ourselves the opportunity to go and minister in a in a smaller way, but. In addition to then having those regional meetings and the central meeting that continues to serve those same purposes that we spoke about, there is a need for in-country support where we can go, come along, you know, can send someone that can come alongside the missionary and support some specific needs, whether that be, you know, teaching in an institute, just some with some short-term mission opportunities. Right. They, they, we're, we're looking at actually with your help, Brother Folger and Brother Chappell's, uh, Pastor Chappell's help, uh, you know, being able to bring together some resource agencies like you did the last time with, uh, you know, Bearing Precious Seed. I was just mm -hmm. on a call yesterday with some of the men and just the container of Bibles that we were able to get in, with in the, that supported a whole host of language groups across Asia. They just talked about what a blessing that has been just as they've been able to lead young people to the Lord and uh, just to be able to give them a copy of God's word or the book of Romans and John or the, or a new Testament. Uh, we're, we've already run out of those talks that we've finished up and would love to see how we can get more, but there is a need for resources. There's a need for translation. And we're trying to see how we can help with all of this to be able to reduce the burden 
um, that these men on the front line have by equipping them. But another significant area, there are two significant areas of needs, and that is with Spiritual Leadership Asia, we've also started what we call um, the work of Roundtable Asia, and that is bringing together Christian businessmen that have a heart for mission that can come alongside and understand how they can partner and support the work of missions. I'm thankful for that because that need is such a critical one, especially sure. as we struggle through things like how do we get visa? How do we get access to those that can be serving in some of these restricted action nations? But finally, um, as God's calling men from this part of the world in Asia to be able to go in and serve people across Asia and, and serve in countries across Asia, one of the significant needs that we're seeing, Brother Folger, is the, the need for financial support. Because right. these men are going with just barely enough support for them to be able to live and begin just the work of the ministry in a small way. But as that ministry expands for, and they have opportunity to train national laborers and be able to then put, send, send them out to other suburbs and other villages um, to, to, to plant uh, a new work, that's where they need help. So the, the two clear areas are just financial support for enabling the national work and financial support for church plant and enabling ministry expansion. And we are from Spiritual Leadership Asia looking to see how we can work together in being able to bring about and raise awareness of these needs in churches across the United States and right. become a conduit through which we can actually direct that support uh, through the through, through these missionaries. So that's the expansion that we're looking at in addition to the conference um, um, as, as to things that we can and would want to support through Spiritual Leadership Asia. Uh, the key thing, Brother Folger, is, you know, the work is so big, we cannot do it on our, on our own. Right. We just need, it, it is the Lord that's going to actually just make this, uh, bring about what needs to happen so that these 5 billion people can hear the gospel and laborers can go out into this region. But um, we're seeing the importance and the need to even partner with agencies that have specific areas of focus, whether that be with translation or whether that be with um, Bibles, Bible distribution. And, um, you know, the work that you're doing in being able to bring them together is such a huge uh, and uh, such a critical need. Well, it's a it's a, as I said, a great blessing in my life that God has allowed in this, you know, what I call the fourth quarter of my life, the opportunity to uh, make a difference in the world, specifically the 1040 region, where so many people that are lost in spiritual darkness live. Brother Narange, I want to thank you for joining me today. And uh, as we're concluding, I want our, our listeners to know that they can certainly pray every day for the 1040 region. We encourage folks to send an alarm on their phone for 1040 a.m. or 1040 p.m., whatever best works for you. And when that alarm goes off, just take a moment and pray for the work that God is doing in the 1040 and bringing gospel light to spiritual darkness. The other thing is, of course, is if they have an interest um, in supporting nationals, if they get in touch with me, uh, you can do that going through my website or going to sl-asia.com to the Spiritual Leadership Asia website. Uh, there's contact information, and we can certainly would love to spend a few moments with you and sharing with you how you can direct uh some missionary money to help national pastors in the 1040 window. Well, this is Kevin Folger. This is uh, the Spiritual Leadership Podcast. Uh, I'm sorry, the this is the uh, uh, Labors in the Harvest Podcast. I'm 
so uh, intent on uh, spiritual leadership that I've gotten a little bit messed up here. But it, uh, it, it's been a joy to have you, Brother Narange. And thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join me. And uh, so our listeners know you're in, in Sydney, Australia. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. And there's a 14-hour time difference. So it's uh, Saturday morning there. It's Friday night here. And I want to thank you for joining me. Thank you, listeners, for being a part of our podcast. Join us again next week for more Labors in the Harvest. Thanks for listening. We hope that you've been encouraged by today's podcast. If you've been helped, please subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Please feel free to leave us a comment and or a rating. If you'd like more information about Kevin Folger, please visit his website, kevinfolger.com. We invite you to join us next time with more conversations with Kevin and his guests as they tell their story of being laborers in the harvest. Thank you.